Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Well, since no NBA games happened with our teams, no NHL games today, I'm giving it to Gary Bettman. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys rock with him um, as a commissioner, but I think he's in a higher standing than Roger Goodell, Adam Silver, or Rob Manfred. Especially when you look at how the NHL is being perceived, how we're talking about hockey right now. I tip my cap to him for the stadium series that we just witnessed here in East Rutherford. They announced the 2026 All-Star Game in Long Island. They announced the stadium series going to Ohio next year. And uh, I'm hoping for a good run through the Stanley Cup playoffs. My Casamigos big shot of the night goes to the NHL commissioner, Gary Bettman, who spoke a lot. He spoke a lot uh, during the coverage on NHL Network, and he said something about how, like, like the things that they're doing, like, they're, like, not. he's knocking them down. He's not thinking about them because they're always on to the next. He says, I'm very, like, OCD about all of this stuff. And, like, they're trying so hard to keep hockey alive and going and pushing through the All-Star game, uh, the All-Star break, and then coming back from break and having the stadium series and, and pushing forward to the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And I, I give him a lot of credit for the work that he's done. 877-337-6666. Uh, we open it up now for conversation about whatever you guys would like in the world of sports and beyond. It's open mic time this last hour as I bring us home to 12. My guy Mike is down in Tampa, Florida. What's up, Mike? You got it. When I hear Miracle at the Meadowlands, it means something new to me now. Okay, yeah, what I think you're the second guy to say that. Man. And I think we need that to wash away Deshaun Jackson uh, returning a punt against the Giants, right? Now there's a new miracle at the Meadowlands. Oh, man, it, that was out of control, man. I can I can only imagine what it was to be like at MetLife Stadium yesterday with 80,000 people in attendance for that game. And uh, 
it, it was like a movie script. You can't script it any better and the way it unfolded. And let me just tell you, man, hockey is thriving right now. That's a, what, 160,000 people in two nights at MetLife for hockey games. I mean, it, it's awesome, especially as hockey being my number one sport, man. It's just awesome to see so many more people getting on board of the train. It doesn't have to be the Rangers. It's just I love watching people starting to watch hockey and get into it more now. Good. Yeah, I'm sure it makes you proud. And I know it, it makes you proud, similar to Avery, who's down in uh, Missouri, at school, right? Rangers fan, though, from this area, you being from this area now living in Tampa, it makes you proud to see your team, your fan base, and even the other local teams and fan bases come out there and show out that way on the national stage. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like, like you just said, the fact that it's coming right back to uh, New York, the All-Star game in uh, 2026, that's going to be awesome for the city. It's hopefully a lot more people on board. Yeah, it's, you know, it's at the Islanders' home, but it's, uh, our second home for the Rangers, so I'm sure it's going to be a packed house there, and uh, that's going to be awesome for the city of New York, too. Yeah, I think we'll do a great job. I, I, I know the uh, guys over there at UBS will do a great job. It's a brand new arena, and uh, when the time comes, hopefully the Rangers and the Isles and the Devils are all good, and they're well represented in the All-Star Weekend, and we keep it going. Yeah, absolutely, man, but uh, yeah, no, awesome weekend for hockey. Looking forward to what else is uh, now. We're looking forward to that uh, trade deadline. That's when I really start to know if this Rangers team is going to have that uh, extra effort in them to get them. Who do you the want? What do you What do you think? Who do they need? Who do you got your eye on? Who are you hoping for? It's tough. It's tough, man. It's it's just a, a weird deadline, especially now with Wheeler done for the year. I think we need that right wing, and it's just looking more and more like we might get a reunion with Petrano from. Uh, from last year, he's over with the Ducks right now. I think we might go after him or Everlay from the, I think the Kraken. So we'll see. I mean, I like Bradinsky. He's uh he's playing really well as a center for the third line. So I think we could keep him there, and uh, we'll just see. I we got to see what's going on and uh, who we're gonna get. I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, thanks it's like for the a holiday call. For me. Appreciate you, Mike. Uh, I I always feel the same around the deadline. If you have a team that you think can win, and you can add one or two pieces to push them forward. You gotta take advantage of it. You gotta get it done. Let's go to Kyle in Mendham, New Jersey, on the fan. What's up, Kyle? Hey, Keith. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I got a quick question for you. So I know earlier you were talking about how sometimes the nights get long, and I've been there. Like I've worked like graveyard shifts, and it really does suck. So my question for you is: Is it more of motivation to get you through these nights, or is it like discipline? Because I know sometimes motivation can only take you so far, and like you got a family at home, so that is motivation. But what would you say is more to help you get through these? Oh, it's it's more motivation. Uh, I'm I'm a discipline disciplined person, but it's more motivation. And I've talked about this before. Like I'm motivated to you know get on WFAN every time I have an opportunity and connect with people and do a good show and showcase who I am and what I know and even what I don't know. Like, I'm still thinking, I'm like, I blanked on the difference between an uh, unearned run and an earned run right there because I'm just cloudy right now uh, with a little bit of a cold. And I, you know, I was on my TikTok live talking about, man, having a kid kind of, you know, it's cool, but it's kind of lame that, like, your kid can bring you germs. I'm like, I got a job to do. Like, I can't be getting sick this much, but it is what it is. For me, it's it's motivation. I I have so many callers and People that reach out online to say, like, yo, you've gotten me through a tough time or you just get me through my everyday shift at night. And, like, I could call out if I'm not feeling well. I could call out if I want to be with my son or my wife. I could call out. And and WFAN, like, we get sick days and there's somebody always waiting to get the opportunity to fill your spot. But, no, it's more motivation for me 
uh, the fact that I am here, the fact that I made it here, the fact that this is my time slot to show up every night and, and deliver every night. All right. That's all I really want to ask. Oh, actually, one more question. Uh, that Dan kid that's shadowing, does he have a brother named Mike? Dan, is your mic on yet? I think his mic might be on. Uh, just t- just press the on button and you can talk. I do not have a brother named Mike, no. Thanks. Sorry, I thought it was someone I knew. My bad. All good. Thanks for the call, Kyle. Dan Yazerski, that's the first words you said on WFAN. Don't How make about it the that? Last. The first the first thing my boy ever said, I do not have a brother. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, now, Dan, you got to introduce yourself. Tell the good folks that listen to WFAN on the free Odyssey app or on the dial 101.9 FM who you are. Uh, where you're from, and how you actually got on WFAN for the first time ever. So, hi, I'm Dan Yazerski. I'm a junior at Monmouth University. I'm the sports director here, uh, not here at WFAN, but I'm honored to be here. I shadowed you. You went to Monmouth, and the man, Matt Harmon, um, linked us together. We did a couple of interviews. You did a show with me on WMCX, and WMCX is a great place, and thank you so much for having me, letting me be here. Yeah, uh, so that's where I got started, and you know I appreciate you being uh, into my show, having me on your show. It's just crazy, right? Because like I was once you, right? I uh, I had a show on WMCX the summer of two thousand and eleven where I was on three hours a day, Monday through Friday, and I was trash. I was absolutely garbage. I, I have some of those tapes. I actually shout out to my son. I found. Uh, the USB, the USB broke, but the little card that's in the USB I had for years and I just was like, I'm going to save this until I find a time to do it. And then they were selling baby pictures in the hospital and they gave me a USB card. And I was like, oh, this is how I'm going to be able to access this. And I popped the little chip out, popped that chip. I went back and listened to my WMCX college shows. I was like, you were trash can, bro. Like I wouldn't even listen for like, I'm listening now. I wouldn't have listened to that show for five seconds, but what I'm saying is uh, you don't know what's in front of you. And I know uh, how much you've already done. And you've asked me, like, you know, where do you think I am, like, on my trajectory? I'm like, you're further along than I was. I didn't have any internships. I didn't have anybody checking for me. I didn't have any help. And I had about a decade in between, literally. I got on WFAN 2021. I was at Monmouth University and graduated 2011. But I had a decade in between where I did a bunch of different things. 11-11, one's on the clock, universe never on connects, no coincidence. Um, I had a decade in between where I just did things to survive. I did things to eat. I did things to pay bills. I did things to continue adding to my resume. And they helped me. They helped me uh, become who I am. And then by the time I got here, I, I, I was ready. So... Uh, There's a lot of people thinking they come out of college and you're ready. You're not. You need life experience. You need to travel. You need to fail. You need to work, right? There's a lot of people now that think they can just, like, skip the line. No, you need to work. I talk about all the time how, like, you know, even when I was struggling, I, I, I had some corporate experience, but I knew what I wanted to do. And I drove Lyft Uber. I worked at a restaurant. I, I, I sat people. Like, I had no experience. I was a host at a, at a barbecue restaurant. Like, but I was humble enough to do that. And, um, you know, God is going to put you through some things to get to what you want while you're praying for like, you know, God, please put me on TV. God, please put me on the radio. God, please give me the opportunity to make it in New York City. God is hearing your prayers and he's going to say, OK, go through this. And there's a lot of people 
that if they knew what they had to go through to get to the top, they wouldn't even start. But my message to you is to keep going and to anyone listening, literally keep going. If you want it bad enough, you're going to get there and you just don't know the twists and turns that God is going to like take you through to make you stronger and prepare you for when you get to where you're going. I'm not the person that I was when I was on the radio at Monmouth University. A ton of things happened to me, good, bad, ugly, to turn me into what I am now. And I, I feel prepared now, but I, I didn't I didn't know half of what I knew back then. And you're not supposed to know. That's life. That's growing up. That's experience. And there's a ton of experience that you're going to get in the workplace and after college that you know, you're ta- you're you're taking it now. You're at WFA and now just from reaching out to me. You're at WFA and now just from developing a, at least some kind of relationship, messaging me on LinkedIn, me going on your radio show, us having a professor in common, right? Matt Harmon. Shout out to Matt Harmon. Matt, Matt Harmon's a great guy. When I was at Monmouth University, he's somebody that I felt like believed in me so much so that like I took courses, communication courses, but I, I also had a, a sports journalism minor that I never finished, but that's because Mom of the University introduced it in my last like year um, and some change, but Matt was teaching those courses. Shout out to Eddie Acapinti. Shout out to Ferg. Professor Ferg sent me an edible arrangements here. I don't even eat fruit, so I end up uh, leaving it out for the guys to have, but then I didn't get Ferg's number till later to thank him. Like, yo, you're one of the first people to reach out to me, and you're someone that I felt like believed in me. That's another thing. You're going to have people that believe in you for no reason. Don't forget those people because there's going to be a lot of people that hate on you. There's going to be a lot of people that tell you you can't do something. There's going to be a lot of people that look down on you. I've forgotten most of them because there's so many of them, and now they're watching me or listening to me right now. But the people that believed in me for no reason, like a Matt Harmon, like Professor Ferguson, Eddie Acapini, like Spike Eskin, who's leaving here, the program director that put me on here, like those people in my story, they have like a, a chapter in my story. Like I don't get to this point without them. So welcome in, Dan. Uh, let's keep it rocking here. Let's see if we can get another call or two in. Before we go to break, I think this would be a good call as we talk about college and conquest and stuff like that. Bob is all the way down in Arkansas. What's up, Bob? Hey, how you doing? I got a question about the NIL deals they signed. Yeah. Now, Caitlin Clark, I heard, signed deals for $818,000 right now, a year. And yeah. if she goes to the WNBA, the most she can make is two fifty. Do those deals she signed carry over? Some of them will, but I'm sure the WNBA has some type of rules and stipulations. But, yeah, I saw her in a State Farm commercial with Jimmy Butler. Uh, That's, see- that was one of them. And Gatorade, I forget the third. Nike. She's also with Nike. Nike just put out oh, okay. an, an ad. If you break it, you own it. Like, she signed with Nike. She's getting money right now. And most people are talking about she's going to take a pay cut going to the WNBA. That's what I was yeah. Why wouldn't she just stay in college for her final year then? Because you got to go pro. She's dominated. She broke that record. And I think now where we're at, the, the NIL deals and some of that, it won't be NIL anymore because she'll be a professional athlete. But all these professional athletes make money. Like, they always talk about Brock Purdy and his salary. I'm like, you think he doesn't have deals? You think he's not yeah, making millions? True. Of course he is. There's just other ways to legally do it. Uh, okay, so I was going to say it. Otherwise, there's no sense leaving if she's, she's going to take a no, she's not. dollars She's not going broke. She's definitely not going broke. <laughs> One more thing. I heard you talking about them. Uh, we, we're, I, I did not catch that. We just lost you. What would you say? Can you repeat that? Yeah, I heard you doing the Mount Rushmore of short conference athletes yesterday. Yeah, we were trying to, and I was blanking on it. There, And then some people reached out to me that I mentioned, but that's hard to do. 
Oh, yeah. I was just wondering. I didn't hear you say Al Leiter. Al Leiter went to what high school? Uh, Central Regional. I didn't realize Al Leiter went to Central Regional. Yeah, he had like four brothers. They were all real good. Obviously not as good as him. Well, Al Leiter, you got to count. That's Central Regional. That's Ocean County. That's absolutely in there. See, you learn something new every day on the fan. I didn't know. I'm very familiar with Al Leiter and, and even his kids who went to school in North Jersey. I didn't realize Al Leiter was coming out of Central Regional. I was just yeah. joking on the show today about Dan Rourke, who went to Central Regional. I was talking about how we never lost a football to them. They were a cakewalk. That's, that, that's what made me think of it. And I heard you bring up Southern yesterday. Southern. All the all three Tom's River schools we played there. Todd Frazier obviously makes our Mount Rushmore from Jersey yeah. Shore. The Tom's River Indians. He played it South. Uh, you know, great players have come out of North, out of East, Brick, Memorial, and Township. Jackson now has two schools. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of good schools and good athletes. There's too many to remember. But thanks for that one, Bob. Thanks for Al Leiter. I did not put that together. I, I don't think I even knew that. Tom's River, New Jersey, when you look at his Wikipedia, and then early career, uh, Berkeley Township, New Jersey, attended Central Regional High School. Nobody told me that. Maybe they told me, and maybe I forgot. I don't know everything. Honestly, I admit, can't know everything. Ross is in Bergen County. Ross actually might know everything. Hey, what's going on, Keith? <laughs> what's up, Ross? Hey man, so uh, hey, we had a, a solid week this solid weekend this past couple of days. So you want you know real quick, I'm going to start off with this. Uh, pull a line out of Guerrero's book. You know, we started off with the trailer on Saturday night, and then we had the movie Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, and your, your boy uh, Daniel Vogelback's coming up in the next movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, yeah, you know, well, we'll get to that another point real quick. You know, you know, Drake and everybody OIO up there calling it the six. I didn't know they meant my six hundred pound life when they were talking about it. You got Vogelback, <laughs> Kirk Manoa. Oh my god, man, talk about swimming down the show Manoa. But anyway. Uh, listen, man, you know, I'm not, you know me, I, I call, call you up, talk to Puck more often than not. I'm not the biggest Bettman defender in the world. You know, I, you, you could debate, I think everybody, you know, calls for Manfred's head and we got some good news. He's calling to quits, you know, what is it, 2029, he said. Even a lot of people aren't big fans of Goodell, even Silver. Bettman's not, the, you know, the, the, the most perfect out there in the world, but you know what, he hit it on the head this past weekend. And I, I hear people, you know, saying they should make this an every-year thing. I think that's kind of the glory of it is, is that it's not. You know, you kind of look at the Winter Classic. was Well, they start off, I tweeted you, they've had the uh, Heritage Classic even before that. Mainly they do up in Canada. But the Winter Classic has kind of been like the go-to staple every New Year's. And now they're bringing the Stadium Series, which you kind of, if you look at it from an outward perspective, isn't really that much different from the Winter Classic. I don't really understand, like, what the, the complete difference is minus the date. But, man, you look at it from, you know, just throwing it in New York. It's kind of, a, you know, obviously the, the difference between throwing a game up in Edmonton and having it right here where, you you know, you bring up time and time again. This is a, a baseball market, even a football market. You start off the show saying we find a way to slip Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers into the conversation at some point. So when you got a day where you got guys like BT and Evan even talking hockey, even Geo, you bring up nobody talks hockey, Boomer, you, you know you, you know they did something right. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate it. I, I I want to take a break from the Pete Alonso trade extension conversation. Me too, man. You know, hopefully we take an eternal break from it. They just get that that damn deal done. But see, you're kind of I'm kind of proving our point here. You know, you just you, you hear a name get get brought up, Pete Alonso, Juan Soto. You go down down a rabbit hole. You know, 
aside from you, you know, even Rosie beyond the glass getting some encouraging puck talk. We don't really get to talk about that much. You know, we got the deadline coming up in a couple of weeks. The All-Star game, we barely talked about. Now, I think that's kind of, I honestly think that one's worse than the NBA, especially this year. They had like a whole like Justin Bieber theme. You know, you take a look at it, it was a disaster. I personally thought it was. Actually, it wasn't even as bad as years past, but, you know, the bar wasn't really that hard, high, that high to set. But, uh, you know, you look at this past weekend, just the whole spectacle. MetLife, I, I think you said was it the third highest attended game ever. I mean, you say what you want about MetLife and everything. But listen, man, they, they put on and the games themselves. Now you look at 6-3, that double game, they kind of have more control of it. You know, they're not honestly from the start, 30 seconds in with the Nico breakaway. But that Ranger game, you want to talk about an all-time great. You could have had 80,000 people in the building. You could have had the average 20-25. That game... Just from an overall Rangers, you know, momentum swift shifter. And I know they already had six straight going in, but man, you know, you, you want to talk about Igor and all that, giving up another five in, the, in a game. But you look at it from just an overall, that I think personally, we look back at that game. If they, if they make a run down the road and, and, you know, knock on wood that, you know, you know, only from my lips to God's ears. But I think we could genuinely look back at this game, you know, outdoors, indoors, no matter what, just as an overall game. That we're going to look back at that game as an absolute classic, and yeah. and listen, man. Just overall, you know, you look at and you know, hopefully for people's sake, we talk about how bad the traffic is getting out in MetLife. I hope for damn sure there weren't Ranger fans leaving early, because man, you want to talk about some other games? And what I was bet there, there were. One, uh, oh yeah, well, I mean, you can't blame them with the traffic, especially you know, guys like I think Morash was there, you know, coming out from Long Island. But man, oh man, with five minutes left, you look at the, the balls that Laviolette had to pull the to Igor not once but twice. They don't get the, I don't think they get the OT because they get the double man advantage. So overall, man, just an absolute uh, you know cinematic weekend. And hey, man, hopefully if you know for, you know in our cases, Rangers and Jersey get the wins. Hopefully they do something with it going down the stretch to, to round out the season. Yeah, fingers crossed. Thanks for the call. I mean, fingers crossed for the momentum to continue for the NHL to keep doing dope things for more people to be tuning in and showing up to the Garden, showing up to UBS, showing up to the rock and uh, for a good run through the spring months with the Stanley cup playoffs. I just started to actually Google because now I'm like, I know I'm missing um, Jersey shore Mount Rushmore guys. I got to start with this thought. Phil Villapiano, Phil Villapiano went to my high school. You literally walk into ocean high school. You see a super bowl trophy and a picture of Phil Villapiano who won a super bowl with the Raiders went to Bowling green that, for the longest time, was like the standard in my high school. Like, Phil Villapiano played here, went and won a Super Bowl. One of you guys could do it. And uh, we had some good players. I was in that group, but I didn't make it to the NFL. Kenny Pickett, I mentioned last night, he made it to the NFL. But here's a name that I just came across, and I don't know how I forgot about this guy. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, I think he, because he came out of Lakewood and then he went to a private school, people forget about him as a short conference guy. But his brother actually played at Monmouth University, where I graduated and where Dan goes to school. So, you know, getting there as far as figuring out who the uh, Mount Rushmore is, but that's tough to do. Only four. I kind of hate the whole Mount Rushmore thing because if you just make it four guys, four is not enough. Four is not enough. There's so many goats. There's so many greatest of all times now. Goat emoji, goat emoji, goat emoji. All right, I got to take another break. C-Max in the building. He's getting ready for his show Let's take this break because I've got 30 minutes left. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. 
Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. BRB. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mitch makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary! On the final play of the half! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uptown, baby. Uptown. And I don't want to be a player no more. I'm not a player. I just crush her. On the town, baby. Uptown. All right. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's uh, get through the rest of the calls and the conversation. So I go home, hit that NyQuil, go to sleep, and then come back and do it all over again. A five-hour KM to AM. I've got a Mets guest booked for tomorrow. I can't give away tomorrow's show right now. You you got to just tune in and, and find out. Hopefully, I won't be congested tomorrow. I'll be able to think clearly. I'll be able to speak clearly. Dan just said during the break, he was like, yo, I think I fumbled that. And I'm like, yo, talking on the radio is not easy. Everybody thinks they could come in here and do this. Definitely not for five hours. And, like, getting your words and thoughts together and speaking clearly, enunciate, like, it's not that easy. That's why they do pay us. This is a job. So don't worry about it, Dan. Don't worry about it, Dan. I'll give you another shot whenever you're ready. Uh, think about whatever you want to say. It's hard to, to deliver. It's hard to speak and just be perfect on the radio. And it's live radio. We don't have to be perfect. You just just don't, like, just don't curse and you're good. Paul? Yeah, yeah I, I remember my first show I did. This is... Um, gosh, two or three years ago. Not that I'm a seasoned pro anymore. I'm not. But the first show I did, I wrote everything down. I was ready to rock. I started at 2 o'clock. And by 2.12, I had everything done. That was it. <laughs> I had, I had, I, it took me 12 minutes to go through everything. And I looked up at that clock and I was like, oh, boy. So, but, and now I'm you're better at it. I'm better talking at it. And I don't hit Craig Carton's voice machine anymore yeah, which i did at the either. end of my first show i did that that was funny here. uh well, no, no but, it's still here oh is, is the voice machine still I there i think the thing to step on is still here don't i'm not i'm don't. not i've done that by accident too it turns your voice into the balloon voice the helium voice but yeah my first show i thought i was trash i came in with this whole thing i'm like i gotta qualify myself nobody's ever heard of me they, they're gonna think i don't deserve to be on i gotta tell them where i'm from what i've done to, to make it here and I got to try and control the show. 
And uh, I think the Mets lost three to two that night, and uh, uh, Taiwan Walker got pulled, and everybody wanted to talk about that. And I was like, "Well, to hell with my plans for this show. Just got to yeah. kind of, you know, figure it out." And I did. I did. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's go to Ted and Bellrose on the fan in New York. Keith, my man, point number one. You want to feel better? Yeah. Okay. You take cinnamon and honey every day, my friend. Cinnamon and honey. I was hitting the ginger today. I might actually, uh, tonight when I go home, make like cinnamon, honey, and uh, some type of tea or something. Like I have some like immunity tea or maybe even the Theraflu. But yeah, cinnamon, I think I got to add to the mix. Cinnamon, cinnamon, and most people, it, it is the most underrated cure-all for good health, man. And it's all, I, I pour it a little bit on a banana or other times on a, a little Greek yogurt, but I'm telling you, you put cinnamon into your system on a daily basis and honey, you will, you will be cruising. And, and you're a few decades younger than me, my friend, actually. So once you start crossing over the 40 number, actually, you know, health becomes a little bit, you know, more, uh, more serious, you know. Yeah. We think we're I was thinking the day, I think I just got to get another apartment away from my baby. I just got to get a separate apartment where my baby doesn't live, and then I'll probably be healthier. I probably won't get sick yeah, as much. But like I said, <laughs> but, but in, all, in, in all honesty, like I said, do yourself a favor and you'll be fine. Now, let's go to point number two. Uh, as a Ranger fan, obviously yesterday's uh, extravaganza, it was, it was epic in some proportion. But here's one thing I'm going to knock with ABC and the NHL or even both of them, when you when you put on a big production like that in front of 80,000 people, now, when you watch the NFL, the NFL is actually number one when it comes to camera angles, when it comes to coverage of the game. These muckety-mucks, and I'm going to refer to them as muckety-mucks because they're, a, they're a, you know, a major network. You want to impress people for an outdoor hockey game and give you the best possible views and angles. Why don't you put a nice little drone right up above the ice rink, actually, whatever, and periodically, and give yourself a magical sky cam view, number one. Number two, you can easily do the way the NFL does by putting roving cameras along cables, and it slides back and forth, right? Since hockey is a hell of a lot faster than the game of football, imagine people watching at ice level back and forth for just a couple of shots, right? That would blow people's minds, all right? But these muckety-mucks don't have the vision and they're clueless when it comes to doing that, okay? That's what bothered me about the production of yesterday's game. Forget the fact that it was an exciting game and all that. Yeah, 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 80,000 people. But do it and do it the right way. Okay, Dan That's wants to weigh in on, on that topic. Okay. So as someone that does production for the Mammoth Digital Network, I yep. think people go into it not realizing how difficult it actually is to do production of these live sporting events. And with the rink being in the middle of MetLife, it's so hard to get a good angle of the ice and the players on the ice. So it makes it difficult to be shooting something that's far away. So you have to be in zoom all the time, but you don't want to be in zoom all the time. You want to be able to be wide so you can see what the players are doing. Which is fine, but you know why it's a lot easier actually? Because the rink itself is a lot smaller than a 100-yard NFL football field. You can literally launch, put four posts 
four corners, the four corners of the rink, okay, and put a cable on both sides and land a camera, a nice little camera on both sides, okay? Not as difficult as you think, my friend, because 40 years ago, I almost did what you did, and life got in the way. And a couple of times, and, you know, forgive, forgive me for being a little melancholy, Keith, I'm, in some ways, when I listen to you, I'm li- living life vicariously through your success at WFAN, and I'm very happy for you, and that's why I kind of embraced you, and I've called a few times, because 40 years ago, I did a sports update at my local college station, actually, and I thought to myself, you know, and people told me I had a great radio voice, so I said, you know what, but again, life got in the way, but I was very tempted on a few occasions as a 60-year-old plus to just come into the fan, drop off a little audio tape and do a sports update at three o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning for free. That's that's how I think back and say to myself, you know what? If there's something that's still burning in my system, is just to come and do a one two updates on the fan and not even be paid and walk out of it and say, you know what? I think I did okay. Yeah, I mean, you're planting the seed now. Everybody can hear you. You're on with us right now. No, and, and okay, and my last point regarding the NBA defenseless all-star game last night, I was just reading something about how Jokic was telling the, uh, what do you call it, Doncic, man, we guys, we stunk up the place yesterday. And now I, I can only watch so much of that rather ridiculous all-star game last night because it was getting nauseating. Um, but I don't know. They got to find a way to make it a little bit more competitive. I mean, it was absolutely brutal. And I know I'm not the only one who 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 can critique it quite like that. It was brutal. I mean, Keith, I don't know if you happened to peek at it at all man, whatever. I did. I, I watched the beginning and I quickly just was like, this is a waste of time. Versace. I'd rather Versace. go to sleep. And uh, the there hockey game was over and I'm like, this this compared to what the how exciting the hockey was, not even close. Ted, good luck with getting in here to do the updates. I appreciate the call. If you're living vicariously through me Thanks. I was living vicariously through everybody at MetLife Stadium the last two days, and uh, I, I really do hope that they bring that back. I, I hope that we get one sooner rather than later. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to add, Dan? Now that you're warmed up, now that you, you're not fumbling the rock, that was good. I, I, I was able to bring you in for your input on that subject. I'm sure the budget that uh, ESPN and ABC have is uh, a lot bigger than Monmouth University's digital digital production budget. Well, it is, but... <laughs> I think people don't realize like how hard that it is for a cameraman or te- if you're technical directing, producing, how hard it is to be able to cover live sports and do it as effectively as the people that do it, do it. No, that's correct. That's what I was just telling you about radio, too. This is live radio. People just listen to us on the radio in my TikTok chat. I think I said something around the time I did my Casamigos Big Shot. I said, like, I don't even know who played tonight. And someone's like, this is a comment. And I don't care. I I address you haters and you weirdos that are online and and talk. You don't affect me none. But it's funny, right? The guy's like, in quotes, he goes, I don't know who played tonight. Exactly why I don't listen to sports talk radio. And I'm like, bro, like, I don't need to know who played tonight. I know that the New York teams were off. I know what I need to know to come in here and do my job. You clearly aren't paying attention. Like, I I looked at (laughs) it. I looked at who was playing tonight, and it's Iowa State versus Houston basketball. Like, nobody cares about that. I don't need to know that. Let's go to Chris in Ocean Township next up on the fan. What's up, Chris? Yo, Keith, what's up, buddy? How are you? 
I'm good, man. Bringing it home. Hanging in there. All right, I'm going to bring it home with you. Tell all the other haters and jokers they're beat. If they don't know what they're talking about, don't talk about it. They're super beat. They're Aggie. They hide online all day. They'll never be anything. And, yeah. and I'm positive. I try to tell these people, go after Fuck. it. Go get you some money. Get you a job. Do something. Be successful. Stop wasting your time hating on me. It's not working. It big never fact, worked. Bro, Check it out. Two months ago, I was sitting on hold waiting. Connor had me on waiting. And you were talking about centerfolds. Of course. I used to work there. I was the DJ at centerfolds. I know. Many nights. You made it better. Young you made me. It better. So check it out. You're a Dallas fan. I'm an Eagles fan. That's fine. It, it is what it is. Yeah, We're always going to battle, but yo, check it out. You're a local guy. I respect you. And I, I'm glad where you made it. I got a daughter, a little bit younger than your son. Good looks, bro. Keep it real with everybody on the radio. And, and keep keeping it real. That's all I got to say. Just keep it real. Thanks keep for real, the call, bro. Chris. I, I, I certainly yeah. will. Authentic. Real name, no gimmicks. That I, I, That's all I know how to do is get on this bike and be real and authentic. And yeah, shout out to uh, Centerfolds. I've told those stories. Before I was, before I was a, uh, a radio personality, I thought I would break into radio as a DJ. Before I even actually transferred to Monmouth University, shout out to Kira. Kira put me on the ones and twos at Centerfolds. And I was making straight cash, homie. I was making straight cash. All the girls had to pay me $20 minimum. Imagine young me at 19. First time I got on the set at the booty club. On the Asbury Circle. Keith McPherson on the mic at Centerfolds. Barely old enough to be in there. But I was the man in there. <laughs> Let's go to Minnie and talk to Nick on the fan. What's up, Nick? Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm good. Having a good time. Awesome. Awesome. So, I didn't realize you were a Jersey boy. I try to uh, hide it, you know. I try and pretend like I'm from New York. I, I don't do that at all. I think I make it pretty loud and clear. Yeah, I got to rep where I'm from. That's all I know to do. Yeah, so I, I'm New York. I'm a New York boy, but, you know, uh got to tell you, I spent a little time in Jersey there, uh, in Jersey City specifically. I got to tell you, it's like night and day, even though it's just across the water, and you can literally see uh, the Statue of Liberty from Jersey City, you know, uh, yeah, Tommy Cutlets in that I, I, promo. I, I, he said, the Statue of Liberty, that's ours. It is. It is. It's right there. Jersey City's a spot. I've been in Jersey City for a long time now. I don't think I'm moving into the city or moving into any other borough. I'm going to stay right there. I, I don't blame you. I know they call it the sixth borough and everything, but, like, it was a great time that, that I had there. So Yeah, Hoboken, too, right there, one and the same. Jersey City, Hoboken area. There's, there's great restaurants. I was telling my wife yesterday because when I got off – work here i did a sunday show i was like yo you want to you want to get food you want me to pick up something I, there were so many options i'm like there's so many places to eat between jersey city and hoboken you, it's any food that you want all day every day agree agree uh the other thing i wanted to bring up was the new york new york yankees and uh, just to uh preface this with i'm, I'm the dak is whack guy so i'm the guy who's a dallas cowboy fan just like you yeah dak um, is whack he and, knows it too right and, and, I, and I don't want to, like, you know, say this is going to happen to the Yankees because I'm, I'm, I'm a little biased. I am a Mets fan. But I don't want the Yankees to turn into the Dallas Cowboys of – They're halfway there. Right? <laughs> They're halfway there. Exactly. That, that's the point. Right. That's the point I'm making is that, like, something's happened to this game. I think it's the salary cap, obviously, and the luxury tax and everything, where 
you can't just buy a World Series. I mean, we saw that last year with the Mets. You can't just buy it. So what are these teams going to do to differentiate themselves to win a World Series? I don't know, and I hate that we have these teams that lost 100 games and they get to fill up their farm system with top prospects, top draft picks, and then, you know, when they want to spend some money, they just got to put the last couple pieces together. It's about just having the smartest people, smartest scouts, uh, the right coaches developing. You got to do it every kind of way. It isn't just money anymore. You got to have homegrown talent. You got to add the right pieces, and uh, it, it still could – you know, not be it for you. I mean, the Braves were able to pull it off a few years ago without Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, the Dodgers were able to pull it off in the 20-60 game season. But, like, last year, both of those teams were expected to go to the NLCS, and, you know, neither one of them made it. So it's a, it's a quote-unquote crapshoot, and nobody can call it. There's no exact recipe or formula. Like, even the hype that they have right now for Shohei Otani and Yamamoto with just their, their spring training workouts, I'm sick of it. Uh, like, I don't hate the Dodgers. I've always had respect the, for the Dodgers, especially since they originated here. But now that they've spent a billion dollars in the offseason, I am rooting for them to fail. Right. And, you know, I think the Yanks got to get like Snell, right? I mean, they got to get them. And the reason I think that is because you got to go against those teams. You got to go against the Dodgers and you got to go against the Braves potentially, right? I mean, those teams are stacked. They're really good ball clubs. I mean, from top to bottom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the eggs. I don't know if the have enough. I mean, honestly, let, let's see. Uh, they have the hitting, obviously, but think but about the Yankees' old, right? Hit, I, we can't think even say obviously. Old. Thanks for the call, Nick. I'm up against it. I got to take a break, but I'll say this about the Yankees: everybody right now is just just greedy and spoiled and saying we don't have enough. We don't have enough. But if you actually line up our five starters and then go look at everybody else's five starters, we're in pretty good shape. You're just scared, understandably, that they're going to get hurt. The problem was the hitting. In the postseason, in the last few years, they disappeared at the plate. In the regular season, last year, they couldn't score more than three runs. Now the lineup's stacked. Now the, the rotation's pretty decent. Let's see what they have. They do not need Blake Snell. What it is is you keep saying that, and now Blake Snell has turned into Sandy Koufax. Blake Snell has turned into Roger Clemens. He's, he's, he's I don't know, Nolan Ryan all of a sudden. He's a good pitcher, but the Yankees... Don't need to bend to Scott Boris. They have what they need to go out and compete. Let's take this break. I'll be back. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Lyrically, ah. Shout out to uh, Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid, what's his uh, Heartbreak Kid? Something in my TikTok chat. Heartbreak Kid 08. When are we going to get the freestyles? Not when I'm sick and not till I'm back on on a Friday and not till I have enough time to write not one but two verses. And they're freestyles. Yeah, like they're freestyles as far as like, and then people, this is a dark thing. Haters try to tell me, oh, it's not a freestyle if you're reading it. One, you can't rap. So don't tell anybody that can rap like how to rap or what they're rapping about or anything like that until you you actually like come through with some bars. When people freestyle, like I just saw a Lil Dicky freestyle on Sway, killed it. He wasn't rapping off the top of his head. <laughs> Those bars were too intricate and detailed to be off the top of his head. So yeah, when you hear me spitting on the fan, I got to work on it. 
Um, it's going to be a freestyle as far as the subject matter, but I'm, I don't plan on missing. I'm not set up to miss at this point, and I'm going to give you all two. It's just going to, just like you heard that beat come in, one day you're going to be listening to the fan, the beat's going to come in, and I'm going to say, yeah, uh, check, one, something like that, and start rapping. All right, Dan, um, you want to take a call? You want to uh, help me close this thing? We got four minutes. Uh, let's close it out. All right, Eric is in Jersey City. Eric, you're on the fan with Keith and Dan. How you doing, Keith? What's going on, man? Oh, good. Thanks for calling. What you got for us? Keith, uh, I was at the game yesterday at MetLife. Great experience. I That was my third outdoor game, and it was the best one. Awesome. Just like it was better, just like that it was better in a football stadium than a baseball stadium, the whole vibe, tailgate, whole nine yards. Do you think... Uh, you think we got to wait another 10 years to get an outdoor game at my No, life, I think that after the, I mean, the way we're talking about it on the fan, the way the internet has reacted, the way that I'm sure they got ratings, I think they're going to say, okay, we pulled that off. Let's not wait 10 years. And I've been already pushing it out. Like, it doesn't have to be called the stadium series. Just let's get another game like that. It could be just one game. It doesn't have to be two games. Thanks for the call, Eric. Last call of the night goes to Jack in Rockland on the fan with Keith and Dan. Hey, Keith, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. So last night when I was watching the All-Star game, I was, like, disgusted with, like, the lack of effort and everything. <laughs> that was Yeah, you're not going to get those guys to compete in that game. They're just going to play around. All right, so I was, I was thinking, why doesn't the NBA come with an idea? And, like, whichever conference wins that game, gets home court advantage in the finals. They'd get would pushed it... back. The Players Association would push back on it. and I know they have to do something about it. They have to find some way to make those guys go out there and actually hoop. Uh, but but they're cooked right now. They have no they have no idea. They, they spent their time making an in-season tournament this year. So they don't and, care. And I, have one po- and I have one point about the Yankees. The Yankees, they, I feel like this season they have to go all in. So why why don't they try to give Blake Snell like a crazy amount of money for a one year deal like on like forty million over one year like a because of the luxury tax because of the luxury tax threshold thanks for the call Jack that's what I'm saying that's why I had Brendan Cuddy on that's what I'm saying go read the article I just don't think they're doing that and I'll leave you with the part of the article where it says for example if the Yankees were to offer Snell a one year contract worth forty million they would have to pay $44 million in luxury tax penalties. So that's actually $84 million for one year of a guy that might not be who you think he is. He might be a dud. They're not going to do that. Newsflash, you all scream fire Cashman, and they did not fire Cashman. Dan, what you got to take us home? So one thing I want to point out about the Yankees and Blake Snow is people could be clamoring to have him here. He has a bad April, and they're on the mound absolutely booing. If he's having a bad April on the mound... People are going to boo him like crazy. Yeah. So, And then they're going to say, Cashman, why would you sign this guy? He's been terrible. And then Cashman's going to say, what? Didn't you say we weren't going all in until we got Blake Snell? Blake Snell was trending. I did what you said. No, Cashman's not going to do what you want him to do. He's going to do what he always does. And they're going to wait. And they're going to try and finesse. And we'll see what happens. Coming up next, C-Mac. He's got you for another five hours, and uh, we'll do this thing over. KM to AM ends, and I'll be back at 7 p.m. with more guests, hopefully a clearer head and a less congested voice, and we'll rock tomorrow night. I appreciate everybody. 
that called in, that listened, that never calls, people on Twitter, people on TikTok watching right now. That's all I've got. Thanks for Dan coming in and Paulie producing the show. I'm out. Sports Radio 1019 FM. WFAN, Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.